anyone want to help me pick some strawberries? Nope, but I'll give you a hand with those melons. Talking about her boobs. Well, writing is so bad. Our podcast with me, Paul, me, Mike, me, Chris. Oh, wait, and, uh, you're not Chris. Paul, well, hold on, <laughs> I got confused. I'm me, Dan. <laughs> uh, no, Dan's here. Uh, Chris isn't. You'll find out why in a bit. Uh, this week, uh, we've actually done something to talk about, which is exciting. Uh, we also talk about the naughty business or sometimes not so naughty business of pirating films, and we also discuss a range of marvelous movies. Oh, what, oh, what could that, that possibly mean? mean? Oh. <laughs> so boys, what have been up to? Uh, <laughs> writing a comedy show and buying houseplants. That's what I've been up to. What kind of houseplants? I was um, going to say, can we have it in houseplant and then comedy order, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most the, the best bit first, the house. Plant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I bought a um they're called a fibronia or a mosaic plant. Um it's basically this plant with green leaves and it's got red veins. Ooh. It looks amazing, it's really cool. Um and I bought a, a dragon tree, one of the, the big leafy, just a big leafy fucker. Yeah, um, and uh some some stuff for my polka dot plant, um, Wait, which is is, is nice. this just because you can only go to garden centres? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I so there's a few things that ha- that have happened to me over the past year of things I've discovered about myself, and uh, apparently I'm into house plants. I didn't know, uh, but I'm into house plants. <laughs> so I've got a poinsettia that I got for Christmas that is I left still out alive. Yeah, so here's Miracle. the thing: this is really boring if you're not into plants, but if you are. Uh, turns out most houseplants don't like direct sunlight, despite the fact that they're fucking plants. And what <laughs> happens when you put a plant in direct sunlight is they grow like a motherfucker, but they don't do lots of leaves. They just go way, and then they do a few leaves at the top. So if you want a big bushy house plant, easy now, Dan. Yeah. If you want a big bushy <laughs> house plant, then you've got to cut that fucker off and have it really quite low to the pot, and then it will get lots of lots of bushy leaves like a bonsai um, kind of effect yeah 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 so uh i was terrified to prune plants in the first sort of, six months i was like i can't cut my babies but um then my polka dot plant grew grew fucking double in double the size in about two two weeks flowered and then the stems started dying and it's like if you don't cut them that rot will go all the way to the bottom of the plant and it will die and i was like okay cut time uh <laughs> so my yeah my polka dot plants doing well and i'm growing something called a, co- a coleus from the seed, just to see if I'm growing something from a seed, and they've got like purple and pink leaves and stuff, and they're really cool. Huh. So yeah, that's been that's me, and I've I'm ninety percent of the way through finishing my uh, comedy show, Mister Leapus, my comedy company, are writing a, a show called the uh, the Big Brain Consortium or the BBC. It's called the BBC because we submitted a sitcom to the BBC and they said no, so we said fuck it, we'll make our own BBC, <laughs> um, and it's going to be premiering. There's going to be some work in progress shows that I'll tell you guys about if you're in the the Kent or Brighton area. Uh, but we are touring the show and the tour will sort of culminate in a three-day run at the Brighton Fringe on the 9th, 10th and 11th of June. 
at the Caxton Arms. So get it so, watched. Uh, yeah, get it watched. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I hope it's. I, I really. It's made me giggle a lot when I've written it, and we've had a table read of sort of the unfinished script, and both made each other piss ourselves. So hopefully, this finished thing is is going to be weird and silly and um it makes me laugh so i'm just gonna hope it translates which has been my problem throughout life <laughs> uh, what about you guys what have you been up to paul uh just you've been tearing your house apart haven't you? ripping the kitchen out and putting a new one in here that's what literally you, what i've been doing what have you gone for kitchen wise um well because we're kitchens are expensive so i'm not it's not a new kitchen it's just no, all new work surfaces. Like what did you do? Just rob next door for their kitchen? <laughs> yeah, just do it there. <laughs> uh, the cupboard doors, I'm going to... I don't know if you know what shaker doors are. No idea. No. Mate. So my kitchen doors are just old, like, look like 1970s flat cupboard doors. Okay. I'm going to put the... I mean, I'm, I'm uh, signing what I'm doing, which is great for a podcast. But shaker doors have got like <laughs> shaker doors have got like a an edging, like a border around it. You know what I mean? Maybe right, we'll, yeah. we'll post pictures to the um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, no context. Yeah, just so no context. I'm just, just I'm turning turning them into shaker doors. Uh, putting handles on new handles because they haven't got handles as they are. Um, How are you supposed to open them? The ones, well, because I don't know, they're like nineteen seventies fucking. They got little ridges along the bottom, oh, okay. which I've got to plane down, sort of flat and new thing on. Then last, got to do the flooring. Mate, you're you're a bit of a ninja, aren't you? I'd, I'd be scared shitless to do stuff like that. Nah, just go have a go, aren't you? I did carpentry at college, so it's not like yeah. it's not out of my skill set. So sometimes, as long as it's not electrics, you just got to jump in and. I did. I've done home. all the electrics in this house as well. You're a madman. Yeah, you're a, you're a man's man. I had, to right. do, I had to do some plumbing last Sunday as well, and that went all right. I've never wow. done any plumbing. It's the first time I've ever done any plumbing. That's and phenomenal. I had to cut the kitchen taps off to get the sink off to fit the new work like countertop. Oh, and, just... a, and a new new tap set up. We got a new tap, so you pull the thing out. The tap comes out like a hose, and it oh, goes okay. back in again. I, I've seen them. I, I I like the idea of one of those. It's it's proper cool, man. And I, I, yeah, I fitted that, and that was the first bit of plumbing I ever did. Went all right. Um, if I've learned anything from the many years I've spent playing uh, games with plumbers in, it's if you see a big green pipe, stay the fuck away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, don't jump down it. Don't jump down it. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it, really. You say that's it. Like Mike's writing a whole comedy thing and going on tour. You've done DIY Tim Allen styling and got, uh-huh. got your shit sorted out. I I've, bet you had a really good wank this week, Dan. I bet he's oh, had more than one. Multiple. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's about it. Do you know, <laughs> quick, before I forget and while it's there, um, speaking of Tim Allen, did you see that Tim Allen has got a game show coming out? What? Yeah, and him and do you remember the other guy on Tool Time? Yeah. Yeah. Them two, they're doing a new show and they're hosting like a quiz show, not like a quiz show, but like a um like a handyman competition, you know, like forged in fire, but yeah. not not forging swords, they're like making stuff. I think it's called Amazing. craft something or other, yeah. Oh, I'd so watch that. Did you yeah. see that? Sorry, go on, mate. No, go ahead. I see that Gordon Ramsay's doing a quiz show. Yeah, what the fuck is and that the, about? And the entire premise of it is him going, yeah, I'm a chef, but I'm doing a quiz show. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I mean, is he a chef? Because you never see him cooking. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to get the ire of Chef Ramsay. My steaks are as good as they are because of uh, Gordon Ramsay. So I I do owe him um, at least one one drink. Uh, I'll give him a drink. Um, I don't give up my steaks. (laughs) <laughs> no. You made that mistake before. Yeah, exactly. What's your, <laughs> what's, your, what's your technique? Oh, it's just uh, the way he does it is um, put it in oil, uh, like on each side, so it browns off nicely. Um, and then he will baste it in butter. So you put a big slab of butter in there um, yeah. and some garlic cloves. And yeah, that, that's how I like it. It's fragrant and nice. Yeah, um, nice I followed- and rare. Yeah, I followed the Gusto way of doing it, and it turned out a bit shit, to be honest. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to improvise because we get Hello Fresh, which is the same thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, sometimes you have to improvise with their recipes a little bit. Same with their rice this evening. Like they do their rice different to me, and I'm just like, no, no, I prefer my way. Thank yeah, because sometimes you, you, they turn out and there's an ingredient missing every so often. I've like, never had that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a pain in the ass. And they go, or sometimes they're like, oh, we've had to substitute this thing for that thing. Right. Like, well, that changes the whole meal. What the fuck? <laughs> we had to substitute your chicken for beef. Yeah, yeah. It's chicken that. curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a lamb tikka masala the other day, just because oh, I wanted something different. And, oh. and not, I've only ever had a chicken tikka masala before. Lamb tikka masala? Hello? Where have you been all my life? Yeah. Do you know what? I keep seeing I it in the options, uh, like on my uh, Just Eat, and I'm just like, oh, should I tick it? Should I, should I be that brave? And then I go for it. chicken. Yeah. I um uh I had a Nando's the other week. Like I've always stood by like Nando's, all right, it's chicken, it's fine, yeah. it's fine. Except when I have a Nando's and you're like, fuck Nando's is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. But then when you between those periods of having a Nando's and not having a Nando's, I forget how good it is. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, it's just chicken, it's all right. I wouldn't choose Nando's over a lot of other things. And then I have a Nando's and I'm like Fuck yeah, with the Nando's, and I've had it like I had it two weeks running. Don't, I vaguely remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. The first time we went out to Nando's, <laughs> and the first time you had one, you got steak. That's right. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, man. No, come on. Look, trust me. The chicken's going to be great. You got there, and you went, Nah, no, nah, I don't trust it. Steak. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm have steak. <laughs> it was a shit steak. Too. It was. Of it was. They're <laughs> <laughs> a chicken restaurant. Yeah, they do their chicken good. They do good chicken. I should hope so. They're known for it. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah. Here's, here's the trick with Nando's, right? You get a butterfly chicken, yeah, right, and then you get you get a side of garlic bread, right, and then what you can do is you can put the, one of the slices of the butterfly chicken in the garlic bread. And you've made mm. yourself you've made yourself a little chicken burger, and it's fucking delicious. Yeah, that does sound nice. I always have half a chicken though. All right, you monster. Yeah. <laughs> and I eat it whole. I draw yeah. like a snake. I just pick it up bone first. <laughs> I don't even cook it. We literally just chop it in half. <laughs> just straight on the plate. Chicken, yeah. <laughs> the beast requires meat. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good times. So, boys, we watched a film, right? We did watch a film. And someone else watched a film as well, but he's not with us today. He's not with us. I don't know if you watched it, actually. Oh, I yeah, thought he, he, he said it. he was going to. Oh, cool. Uh, poor Chris has had um, something with his neck. Leprosy. It's not leprosy. Yeah, he's got he's got leprosy, and he's got leprosy. <laughs> it's uh, it's the herpes strain of leprosy. Yeah, it's necrophilia. 
which is the worst kind. So he's had to sit this one out because he's all high on painkillers. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the leprosy. No, he's just high no. On yeah, he's he's just got an addiction that we've been trying to help him through. Yeah, that's, that's a separate thing entirely. Yeah, he just went. I'm really high right now, guys. Um, the dragons told me I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I've taken too many. I've gotten too high. Yeah. And then there was some stuff like, please help me, call an ambulance. We were like, ha you're an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never laughs at my jokes. Does he? I, I, haven't, I haven't heard from him in two days, though, since that. So no, I assume he's all right. What a strop. Do you know what I mean? What a strop. Having the right paddy, isn't he? Yeah. So uh, this was listener's choice this week. Yeah. Um, the winner is David Cheer, who I was saying before, has weirdly won the listener's choice, two listener's choices running. That is absolutely by accident. Yeah. I promise you. I just roll that dice. So I've got five of those dice. He's what out of the next running. What was his last film? Because that you fucking shit fucking um, <laughs> blood camp. No, was it? No, blood that's all. Blood fest. Fucking blood fest. That piece of shit. Yeah, why are you watching loads of cheer? Why are you watching loads of horror films from like 2015, 2016? It's because not really known as the golden age of horror, is it? Because he stopped watching horror films because he weirdly became scared of them. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Like this is cheer's um life cycle with horror films is this. Um, when we were at school, he was absolutely pants wetting shit scared of horror films, right? So we used to put them on all the time, obviously. I'm, I'm completely obsessed with horror films. And he used to hide behind sofas and hide his head in his hands and that. I wouldn't watch them. Then he came around to horror films and loved them. Like We used to watch horror films together all the time. Oh, so much paraphernalia. Yeah. And his, his bedroom was just literally horror, um, a tribute to horror. Yeah. And then... He inexplicably got fucking shit scared of horror again and stopped watching it for years. Oh my <laughs> but god! He seems to be back on the horror train now. Yeah, so I've got um, I've got five of those gothicy dice with the skulls on them. Uh, I don't know, I... mate. They look weighted to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, I just pick a random one and then let it go. I was really annoyed that he, I didn't show it actually landing, but I, I was, you know. I'm not now, used to... That all seems very suspect. You're right, yeah. Yeah, me and Cheer are in an alliance. Although, as you said to someone on Instagram, if you'd rigged it, we'd have been watching that killer sofa. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was your missus's his, his that choice. Was, yeah, yeah. She sent us a voicemail and it sounded like this. Hi, guys. It's the infamous Harriet here. Uh, I thought I'd leave you a little voice note, um, just giving my listeners' choice for this week. Um, I would like to vote for the 2019 New Zealand um, film Killer Sofa. I've not seen it, so but I really want to watch it, but I have no reason to watch it because it looks like utter shit. But yeah, I just thought it might be something fun for you guys to watch and thought you might appreciate it. So yeah, that's my choice. Keep up the good work. Love the podcast. There we go. What a lovely little <laughs> I just did there. So that was nice. Um, might as well get this out of the way now while we're, while we're talking about it. Um, send us a voicemail. You can go to afterhorror.co.uk and um, send us a voicemail by clicking voicemail or send us a message of any kind. We will read them out. We absolutely love hearing from you. So yes, please comment on the Instagram. And, and it, I'll be honest, mostly Instagram, because I've been left in charge of the Facebook, so yeah. that's not happening. And the Twitter <laughs> only, only happens when I tag it to swear at After Horror. <laughs> yeah so yeah instagram or the instagram, website or the website yeah 
So yeah, get in touch um, and talk to us about some of the films we watch, like this film we watched, which is called The Final Girls, not to be confused with The Final Girl, <laughs> which was also released in 2015, and I nearly watched today and instead of The Final Girls. Not to be confused with Final Girl, and like there is so many films <laughs> <laughs> like with that title, it's ridiculous. Watched four films this week called The Final Girls just to try and catch <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> I'm still confused which one I should have watched, but I'm sure I'll, I'll get the drift once we start going into it. Yeah. So this was directed by Todd Strauss Skolson and written by M.A. Fortin and Joshua John Miller. Um, Joshua John Miller happens to be the son of the guy that played the priest in The Exorcist um, and wrote this film partly as therapy to get over the death of his father. Oh, great. What, in the film? Huh? To get over his um, father's death in the film? No, to go over his father's <laughs> no, real no. death. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, fuck me! This film where he dies is so traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, lads, I don't know if you know this. I don't know. I don't really talk about it a lot. But uh, my dad died. Oh my god! When yeah, did I, know. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, twenty in twenty eighteen. I know. I don't talk about it a lot. That's Jeez, a bingo, mate. by the way, for any of uh, any of you playing after horror bingo. Um, yeah. So this this was quite. There's a scene in here that it was quite fucking harrowing for me, to be honest. <laughs> like I didn't I had absolutely no idea it was going to affect me as much as it did. I was like, fuck me. Considering that this is a PG thirteen in America, isn't it? I don't know what yeah. it is over here. It is a fifteen here. Yeah. It's surprisingly dark. Well, most horror films are 15 here. Because 15 is a good age range for cinema goers. Like, they don't want to make everything 18 because they cancel out almost their entire teenage audience. Oh, okay. That's why horror films are nearly always 15. Oh, it's... Sorry. 18 year olds are too busy getting drunk to worry about going to the cinema. 15 year olds aren't quite there, so they can spend their money on yeah. cinema things. So Sorry. they had a really, really tiny budget for how good it is as well. Oh, really? It was only four and a half million. Wow. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy low, isn't it? Yeah. Considering the quality. Yeah. And not just the quality, but some of the actors in it. I mean, yeah. like you've got Nina Debrov, Dobrov, Brev. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but from Vampire Diaries. So, yeah. and this was this was during Vampire Diaries. So her fee must have been pretty, you know. Thomas Middleditch is comedy royalty. I fucking yeah. love Thomas Middleditch. You got Adam. Uh, what's his name? Uh, pound Pound Shop. Uh, Jack Black. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Pound Shop. Yeah. If if you got Jack Black from Wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He even does like a rid it do. Yeah, like, and it's like oh, fuck's sake. He does. Yeah, it's annoying <laughs> as hell. And I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is why I don't like Jack Black. I just remembered. Harsh. You don't like Jack Black? Not especially. I like him in two things. I like him in High Fidelity, High Fidelity. and I'm, I like him in uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Ball of Rock. No, I hate that film. What the fuck? How are we friends? I'm not really. I'm not really a comedy person. Like comedy, not really my wheelhouse. <laughs> All right, maybe don't come to my show. <laughs> you are one of fifteen people selected to come and watch this amazing new comedy show, and you're like, it's not really my bag, really. You know, the irony of it though is, I'd be the person sitting in the audience actually laughing because I don't like people feeling bad, and if I'm there to, <laughs> to do something. Uh, oh comedy show i will laugh even if i don't find it funny 
that reminds me of my first ever show, mate. One of my one of my best mates came, and he was the like there were six people there, and I performed for half an hour. And one of those was your best mate. One of those was my best mate. Two people were blokes who were working there, like they were the cleaners. (laughs) Half an hour is a pretty long time for a beginner. Yes, I'm a moron. I'm a fucking idiot. Yes, (laughs) because I'm a fucking moron. And then I went on to do a a scripted show that lasted for like an hour with a with an actress I paid to be there. Oh, and, uh, for six people, yeah, and and I've listened back to the recording once because I died of cringe, uh, and it's li- all you can hear is just my mate going, ha, 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 who'd already heard me perform it in front of him like three or four times. Uh, but like, the thing is, fail- failures are just stepping stones to success. Whoa, that was a nice little thing there. Hey? I feel like that needs a little musical bed, like a do do do. just off the top of my head too. Lovely. Don't brag or anything. That's brilliant. Oh my god. I mean, how many stepping stones have I got to go across? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it depends where you're going. Well, I'm trying to get to success. In the words of Jake the dog from Adventure Time, sucking at something is the first step at being almost good at something. Yeah, exactly. And I suck at loads of things, so I potentially will be very good at a lot of things one day. I mean, um, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm so listening to this back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we'd have to listen to it back because that's how we get most of Mike's jokes, like <laughs> retrospectively. <laughs> you... Look, I'll, I'll take that. I like to imagine you're sitting back and you're just like drinking a whiskey and going, <laughs> I'm very droll. Chortle, chortle, chortle. You know what? He's really right. right. That's how I listen back to our um, episodes is I get uh, two two fingers of whiskey and a cigar <laughs> and I listen back. <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> um, so this film, um, we, we, we'll try and do a chrono, but Chris isn't here to uh, to take us through it. And we're all lazy, so we haven't done that. Um, but this film was better than it had any right to be. I I fully went into this film like sorry for anyone who like loves it. I fully went into this film thinking it was going to be another bloodfest, not because of cheer, just because I looked at the trailer and I was like, ugh. Why just... why why are you saying sorry? You're just about to like say how um, much you appreciate however, it. However, yeah, yeah. I yeah, it's great. It was a really good movie. There, uh, it's full of plot holes. But okay, go on. I mean, well, apart from let's walk into the screen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's full of plot holes, but I think because it doesn't take it like it's so tongue in cheek and really doesn't take itself seriously, yeah. you don't care. No. I mean, it would make a really good triple bill with um, Happy Death Day and Freaky. <gasps> yeah, I haven't seen. Have I seen Freaky? Yeah, I have seen Freaky. Yeah, I imagine you've seen Freaky. Yeah, I have. <laughs> as soon as you're the reason I've seen Freaky. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely on par with those types of films. Yeah, um, it's a similar vibe. It's not quite It's not quite the same pop pop horror. That's what I say. Yeah. That's it. We've just created a new genre, people. <laughs> After horror is just coined pop horror. That's I think it. Jason Blum already invented that. Damn it. Yeah, I mean, his style of filmmaking is just to make 20, throw them all at the wall, and two of them will stick. And I'll still watch the other 18. And same, yeah, yeah, same. Isn't that Blumhouse? Yeah, Blumhouse, yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah, as soon as I see Blumhouse, I literally get excited, and I don't know why. Same, yeah. Well, because when they get it right, they really get it right. <laughs> don't they, Justin? It's like having sex with me. 
Like one out of 25. <laughs> I'm really in, in like, I'm amazing, right? Like one in 20, just four. And then you spend the rest of the 19 being like, yeah, but remember that, that good time? Yeah, do you remember that once? He's really crying good. now and he's he's lasted about three minutes. But that that time a couple of weeks ago, for me. Where? How'd you go for three minutes? <laughs> I was, well, I spent two minutes looking for uh, my own dick. Yeah, so. three, three minutes is drunk and Viagra. <laughs> Viagra, of course. Why Why have I never thought of that? I don't think Viagra makes you last longer. Oh. <laughs> it, just, it just, from what I understand, it just keeps it there. So you're like, oh, no, no, thank you, I'm finished. And it goes, nope. That's <laughs> all right. That's all you oh, need. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've got to go to the shops. Well, lay down. Along. Tell her to climb on. It's, it's all yours. Help yourself. Anyway, we watched a film. <laughs> we did watch the film. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, love, so- just a love letter to slasher films. It was brilliant. Oh, it's it's very it's a an ode to Friday Thirteenth all day long, isn't it? Way, more, yeah. more so the burning, but yeah, yeah. Just generally, it's an ode to to Friday the Thirteenth. Camp. Camp. Uh, based horrors. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you mean campers in? No, no, a nice boy. No, not like um, what? What those films that had Barbara Windsor in it? I've carry on, carry yeah. on, <laughs> carry on horror. It's not like yeah. that. Oh, I've got a great big knife. I'm going to plunge it right in you. <laughs> um, oh, they missed a trick there. Yeah, <laughs> carry on horror. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've lost it now. Completely lost where I was going with that. So thanks. Oh, no, that was it. Who, you're running a, um, imagine you guys are running a cinema, right? I know it's like a dream come true for you both. And you've got a double bill of movies. And you're looking at the dates and you're like, oh, let's do let's do a double bill of that, that really popular slasher franchise. And then you're looking and then you go, oh, this is the perfect date for this. And then one of you would obviously realise, oh, yeah, but that is the date that, it, that when the main actress of the first one died. Yeah, I mean, knowing Paul, he'll try and coincide it deliberately, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, a lot of people would, I think. That really? Would, yeah, that would be yeah. a really sort of. Yeah, that's a red letter day. Yeah, it's a, it's a, um, it's I, a, I suppose it's an honour, really. It's a bit of a tribute, isn't it? I, I get, but they didn't seem like they were running it like that. It wasn't like oh, a tribute to her. It was just like slasher, and the way that Thomas Middleditch's character was just like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, well, he's. <laughs> He's the horror, the horror geek cliche, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. He's the Paul. Of the- yeah, that would be me if, I, <laughs> if we were living in a horror film. <laughs> Does that make you like the Adam Levine character? Divine, Devine. whatever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Actually, that's probably more you. Oh, no, 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 it is Dan. Fuck, yeah, because as I was watching the film, I was going to group, message the group chat and say, Dan's in this film. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it's my bicep. That's good all the... That's hard as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can I can fully imagine Dan getting out his penis and going, the genie's already out the bottle. I have I done. Don't, I don't have to imagine. I've got video of that. Yeah. Very big. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I taught him how to... To do that. <laughs> so, all right, shall we? <laughs> yeah, you suddenly went. You suddenly went. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's going on with my mic? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Because you said it did that earlier. Yeah, it did do that earlier, and then it was fine. 
All right. Well, if I say I'm comes to chat and I'm not, it's the volume on the microphone for it's some getting, reason. Getting a power surge. You just yeah. Paul has incontrollable rage issues. So every now and then he just <laughs> fucking screams and then he's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're used to it, but the the mic isn't. Yeah, yeah. it's getting it's getting the ump every now and then. So all right, we, let's try and do a a kind of a chrono. So we start off with the main girl and her mum. Yeah, she's so she's sitting. It's interesting actually. She's sitting in the car and she's watching the trailer to Blood Camp. Um, now, incredible flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was reading online. Apparently, they were going to have that trailer later on, uh, yeah. but it didn't. It didn't flow, so they Test put it in the beginning. Were confused, which I completely understand. Yeah, why I get it. Yeah. Um, so she's sitting there. She watches the trailer, um, and then her mum, I assume, comes out of a casting of some description. Yeah, or some sh- place where she got headshots because she had a bunch of headshots. Well, the headshots are already in the car because really? obviously, yeah, because oh, okay. she makes a point of looking down. I get the impression she'd gone for a casting or, That's or right. something. It was an audition, I remember, because uh, she says about doing something that isn't that horror film. Oh, that's it. And um, he brought it up saying, I recognise you. Oh, it's from Blood Camp. And she's yeah. like, oh, that, that damn field keeps coming back. Yeah. I mean, seriously, love, like, if you want to be, like, recognised, or it's not a bad thing that people are recognising you. That's how you're going to continue to be famous. So. I mean, some, some people don't get beyond it, though. Like, uh, you could Jamie Lee Curtis's early career. I was just thinking Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I mean, she was, the, like, the, the original Scream Queen. Like, she was so typecast for years. I, lads, I, my mind went to Jar Jar Binks. What? <laughs> I was going to be like really quite serious to be like, yeah, like Jar Jar Binks. Then realised no, because he quit. He quit the film industry after that because of Jar Jar Binks. He wasn't typecast as a Jar Jar Binks style <laughs> character. Just Jar Jar Binks turning up in all these films. You know like, what the fuck is happening? Misa, I want to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Name a film that won't be wouldn't be better if Jar Jar Binks was in it. I mean, Go on, point, yeah. try it. It's a good. Well, that wouldn't be better. Yeah, Back to the Future, The Matrix. Instantly better. Instantly <laughs> better with Jar Jar Binks. A bit of Jar Jar Binks in there, not even as a main character, just <laughs> no, a supporting character. Just in the just in the right that sex scene in Matrix Two where they're all sideways and fucking each other. Just cut to Jar Jar Binks going, "Oh, how would?" And then cut back. <laughs> instantly better. Better. Do you film. know what? I could think of a film. Star Wars would be better without him in it. Without him, yeah. I actually don't hate Jar Jar. I don't know. I love how in the Clone Wars they really tried to legitimise him, uh, as in the the TV show, not the uh, not the not the second film, where they're just like, oh yes, he's a senator from Gungan, and you're like, no, (laughs) he's a a bumbling fucking idiot. (laughs) There is no. Well, saying that, I was going to say no government or anyone would have Jar Jar Binks, but then I look at Boris Johnson and yeah, I think actually <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> he wouldn't make uh, he would make any film better. Donald Trump. from a snuff film. Okay, well, there's <laughs> enough politics. Let's uh, talk about the film we watched. Oh, don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> I got you some toast. <laughs> anyway, so we're driving along with mother and daughter in their car. Yeah. And, uh, the daughter, by the way, um, is in real life. Her sister is um, the woman that plays, you know, uh, the Conjuring, the Warrens. Uh, I can't remember her name. The main woman. No, I can't remember. Something Warren. Lorraine Warren in uh, the Conjuring films. There you go. That's her sister in real life. For those who have seen the Conjuring. Most people. I guarantee everyone listening to this podcast has watched the Conjuring <laughs> films. <laughs> 
I do, yeah. I, you, I've got the country, and I just don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched it. What? You heard? Did I stutter, motherfucker? You need to correct that. <laughs> Probably. I really like I the think second I've watched one. It. I think the second one's better. So, yeah, they're travelling along anyway, and, like, the woman's, like, the mother's singing, trying to cheer her daughter up. Can, guys, can I just call out the amazing shot? Like, when the car, like, so the, the, the camera's panned down onto the road, and you're seeing cars, and then all of a sudden, their car comes into shot, and immediately the camera starts following it. I was blown away by yeah, that. Effect. There's some amazing shots. The camera this. work in this film is it's fantastic. Yeah. Good, yeah, CGI is shocking, but the camera <laughs> work is. Brilliant. I mean, look at the budget. It's hardly <laughs> a wonder the CGI is not that. Yeah, but just the, to the CGI, the CGI even, shit. The practical effects are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. But even so, the CGI is not so bad that it's t- it takes you out the film. Like some better films have got worse CGI. I mean, I, I can overlook it. It doesn't. It, it as Mike said, it didn't take me out or anything. But that mm. opening shot with them. When it suddenly follows the car, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in any other film. I was proper blown away. It's a, yeah, it's a very good shot. Um, let me just check. All right, Yoni. Sorry, I'm keeping you up. No, I had a late night Saturday and Sunday watching The Office, and I, yeah. thought... <laughs> I had a late night last night watching The Office. But if you're you used to me, it. Yoni. I ain't used to it. That's true. Bear with me. I'm going to find out who the uh, director of photography was. Oh, he needs to do more work because uh, there there were some cracking shots in. Yeah, this. it's fucking great. I didn't mean to um, stamp on your wanky film student moment, Mike. But no, 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 not at all, not at I, all. I had to um, call out that opening one. I've got really... even more things to to add to it. This someone who loves film made this film. So it's e- Ellie Smolkin, Eli Smolkin. Well, okay. The, get him, get him hired because I'd quite happily have him or her. Is it him or her? Uh, it's a him. I'd have him do. Oh, he's also done. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen it. I haven't yet. The. Um... New stand adaptation, the stand Stephen King. You no. know, they've made a new ad- adaptation of it. No, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've made a new <laughs> adaptation of the stand, and he was the DP on it. Oh, nice <laughs> DP. <laughs> so, anyway, after some coaxing, the daughter joins in with the merriment and the singing. Um, fucks it up somehow and drops her coffee all over her mother's headshots. I know, right? Why, why wasn't that in the boot or somewhere safe? Why, like, why are wrong? they in the footwell where your feet are? Exactly. She How are they not going to get slipped on? Ooh. Why about don't put them in the footwell? Yeah, you deserve yeah, to get them absolutely. covered in coffee. Anyway, um, they crash the car and she dies. Long story short. <laughs> the end. The end. Wow. Um, then it flashes to three years later. And she's laying in the bed and, and wakes got- up. Yeah, well, we got the daughter. She goes to hang out with her friend uh, who's out of something, but I can't think what. Right, so, yeah, we, so they're sitting in a, in a diner. I don't know what they're talking about, homework or some shit, but then this uh, this uh, nerdy horror movie guy comes in and says about trying to get, tries to get her to go to this cinema where they're playing these two films that her mother was in or her mother was in one of them. Duncan is his Duncan. name. Um, and they're playing, is it Camp Bloodbath? Yeah. Yeah. So they're playing the double bill of Camp Bloodbath one and two. And he thinks it's really cool that his stepsister has is her stepsister's best friend is the daughter of the mother of the the, the Stark. Yeah. Who died. Thomas Middleditch absolutely brings the funny immediately in that. And obviously, um, I was going to call her maybe because that's her character name in bloody um, Arrested Development. But like them two together, and Adam, um, sorry, Tom, 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 I said Adam. Thomas Middleditch is an incredible improv 
comedian anyway. I feel like that whole scene from his part was definitely improvised. So I did do some reading, and apparently they um, they were encouraged by the director and that to ad lib as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the scenes are ad libs, which is why there's quite a nice flow and a mm. uh, like a chemistry going on. Um, it, felt, it definitely felt like that. Absolutely. So yeah, he persuades her by offering to do all her coursework for her because she's failing. Um, and she goes along to the uh, the double bill. Uh, again, to cut a long story short, there's a fire which is caused inexplicably by some ash falling into vodka. I am a hundred percent sure that wouldn't start a fire. By the way, I, I can I can say hand on heart it doesn't because I've tried many times. Uh, yeah, but... I, I think they did it on MythBusters, didn't they? They did the cigarette in a barrel of oil, uh, petrol thing. And it, they just it out. Yeah, so the, the petrol side of things, you need an exact ratio of vapour. It's not the liquid, it's the vapour that will catch Yeah, um, to go. But the, the same with vodka, at 40% proof, there is not enough alcohol, um, yeah, even for the vapour. Anyway, so it's more like 37. Yeah, exactly. It just wouldn't happen. Um, and then you've got the probably the worst CGI bottle roll oh, I've ever seen in my life. Bad. <laughs> it's not even rolling as fast as it's moving along. No, yeah. it, it's, it's bad. Um You've missed the whole fact that obviously you've got Blondie, uh, whatever his name um, is. Apparently, he's broken up with the darkhead lass. Um, yeah. Is now trying to crack on with the other uh, girl. Um, so there's some sexual tension there, uh, for whatever reason. But that just goes to show you, like the goodwill that I'm willing to give this film, because none of that even really matters. No, like it just doesn't matter. I mean, we all know that wouldn't work, and we all know. You know, they wouldn't catch fire even that quick, even if it did. And you know, it just doesn't matter. Also, we all know there's no exit behind a cinema screen. <laughs> Paul's tried <laughs> multiple times. So yeah, they cut they cut their way through the screen and leg it in. Well, to escape. Don't bother telling anyone else in the audience. By the way, they just <laughs> jump through the screen. I, they... I mean, most cinema screens have got three or four fire exits for that exact reason because. It's a, a cl enclosed space, and the last thing you want in a fire is to get stuck in this enclosed space. They had like one which was immediately covered by the fire, forgetting the fact that there's the door that they came in from. Yeah. So the only result they had was behind the cinema screen that, that they had to physically cut. Luckily, with a machete that happened to be dropped by some random person. Yeah, a real machete. I mean, who carries a machete to a cinema? Yeah, Although I've always wanted to go to a screening. The best example of this I've ever seen is uh, the opening of Scream 2, where um, they've all gone to see Stab and everyone oh, dressed up and like, I would fucking love that. And they've got the uh, ghost faces like on pulleys yeah. going across the above them and stuff like that. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. But anyway, they yeah they escape and they wake up in this fucking sunny land where everything's bright and beautiful and. There's no explanation as to why that was even there or how that was. No, they don't explain it at all. They don't bother. In any way, like, <laughs> yeah, they just suddenly, they're in the film. I don't think they need to, though. I don't think anyone cares. No, nah, it doesn't really matter. That's that's, no. that's the point. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, it's not really a film you have to think about too much. It just is what it is. It's not trying to be fucking messagey. It's not trying to preach. There's no subtext. There's no subtext. Well, there is a bit. It's not like it's not. It's it's enough for me to get. So most like every other person on this planet will get it easily. Yeah. Like even the it's, five year olds. It's just supposed to be fun, because there's a really nice contrast between 
the the film the final girls parts which are kind of serious not serious serious but like they're more serious than the camp bloodbath parts because that's obviously sending up um friday the 13th and the burn yeah. films like that so it's it's kind of light-hearted in that aspect and comedic but even so with the main characters it's not that comedic still they're actually trying to fight in to get out of there and sort of get back to their life but again I, what i quite like is you're thrown in um with the same mindset as the the characters so they you know um tom Thomas Middleditch dies um, at some point and they think he's dead, but then he yeah. makes an appearance later on. So you're ju they're just as confused as you are. Um, and I, I think that that intention um, is a really good effect. Rather than trying to explain everything all the time, you just, you're just going through the journey with the characters yeah, in the it film. It is what it is. Yeah, You yeah, don't exactly. need to get it. You don't really need to sort of know the ins and outs of you it. You don't get it because they don't get it. Exactly. So. I love it when they, they first get there and the Volkswagen camper comes rolling up and asks them where the camp is. Yeah. And they're sitting around. It's like 92 minutes later and they come past again. <laughs> and the guy realises it's because it's the duration of the film. Yeah, so they're sitting there the whole time while the the, the film is actually playing somewhere else, like just over yeah. in the distance. Yeah, I really like that. So you've got the the characters that are within the film Camp Bloodbath are stereotypes, and also the characters within the film The Final Girls are also stereotypes. Do you see what I mean? Yes. So that's an interesting take. Mm. Um, it yeah, also feels a little bit like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> but you're you're right within uh, what you're saying about the whole um, stereotypical. So they they make a call out to the fact that anybody who has sex dies in the movie, um, yeah. and then one of the characters, in order to entice um, shit, what's his name? Billy. Yeah. Billy Murphy. Billy. Um, she does a funny dance and uh, shows her boobies, but we don't actually get to see her boobies. Um, Dan's so bummed out about that. I'm gutted, mate. I'm absolutely gutted. Um, it's... Uh, yes, I'll give it at two and a half stars because <laughs> I didn't see any boobs. Did you see that video on Twitter about the a guy um, bonding with his parents over Titanic? No. What? <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. So, Dan, you'll love this story. So there's this guy. Um, I won't do the accent. But he's like from, from the deep south. And he's saying he had deeply Christian parents. When, and when Titanic came out, obviously it was a cultural phenomenon. Everyone was like, fuck me, you have to go and see Titanic. But they'd been warned that there was titties in it. Those are his words. So he says um, his parents go and watch the film and then they're like, to see if it's okay for their kids to watch. And they're like, yeah, there's one scene though where, you know, we are going to have to cover your eyes. Well, like, okay, no worries. So what they do is they sat, they sat, the parents would sit two seats, but they'd sit in the seats behind the kids. So the kids felt like they had a little bit of uh, like autonomy. They, they had a bit, little bit of independence whenever they went to the cinema. So this kid's like 12 at this point, right? And so they're watching Titanic and it gets to the bit where she's like, draw me like one of your French girls. And then, you know, it's about to be the moment where she gets her boobs out and, and the mum covers the girl's eyes like that. And, and, the, and the dad covers the, bo the boy's eyes. And he said exactly the moment where Kate gets a titty out, my dad went like this. <laughs> um, and he's like, and that's what that was the first time I really bonded with my dad because we had a secret titty pact. <laughs> uh, so for the podcast listeners, um, he literally lifted one finger and allowed him to be able to see through one eye. 
at the boob in the film, which I thought, yeah, that's funny. Don't you only get to see boob as drawing? You don't actually I get actually to see Kate. I can't remember. I think you see her boob. Oh. Welcome to, welcome to Dan's new spin-off podcast. Can you see their boobs? <laughs> yeah. real, real or drawing? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a boob? No, it's just a nipple drawn on a knee. Shit. <laughs> and it's all oh. going to accumulate towards Total Recall. You get three boobs. Yes, the <laughs> ultimate film. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we they then go through... They, they basically have to live out this film... Uh, while while sort of subtly changing it, um, I really like the bait and switch of you have Thomas Middleditch, and obviously he's the mega fan, and then everyone's like, oh well, he's going to be the one that's going to be the source of information in the film. Yeah, yeah. He knows everything there is, and then one of the first to die. Love that it's just like a machete to the side because mm-hmm. he's taking a selfie with him and Billy. Um, yeah, that was that was great. That was really it, really good. It's almost again. It's almost cliche because he's standing there saying, "Oh, I'm not part of the film, therefore he's not going to kill me." Yeah, yeah. And he's getting closer and closer, yeah. and ends up with a, a machete in the side. So he says yeah. he's confused. He doesn't know what to do with us because we're not part of the film. Yeah, that um, blonde guy is pretty good at acting. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Good. When he when he because he turns from like the oh this is quite fun to being like slightly scared, and then it was when he goes run and like he like. Fucking everyone said that line, right? But um, just the way he says it, with just like the fear in his eyes, was just uh, yeah. I really noticed that. I was like, yeah, oh, he's, cool. he's very good actually. I love that scene that follows afterwards, where the camera's going round and round in the circle. Oh yeah, where it's and it keeps it. resetting itself because they can't. They sort of figure out they can't leave the film. Yeah, that, that's another one that really stood out for me. They made yeah. use of that free uh, free sixty camera uh, thing a few times in this film. Yeah. I really like the one where the shot where it's um it's upside down. Yeah. And then writes itself up and then follows the guy forward. There's over. some really interesting shots in this yeah, film. Someone's yeah, someone's having a fucking field day. Because you know the whole um you know how bright the colours are once they're inside the film and there's yeah. like you know that was an accident. Really? Yeah, they um the script called for when they went into the film, it was gonna be it was supposed to be like a technicolored set. Yeah. And um the crew who like the stage whoever makes the props prop makers and whatnot. Yeah. They took that literally and filled the forest with these really vibrant fake flowers and stuff oh, like that. Right. It wasn't actually intentional by the director. It was just what the stage crew and prop makers read yeah. into it. And he was like, once he got there and saw it, he was like, yes. Amazing. <laughs> this is what it's got to be. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. I like, I love things like that. Happy accidents in films. Yeah. They get together and decide that they're going to home alone, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we've got a plan, which absolutely falls falls apart. Um, I love when they're they're shooting him with the well, are they marshmallows? Yeah, with uh, the arrows. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah. Marshmallows are light on the arrows. <laughs> Attacking with schmores. It's like uh, if the guy burned to death, or well, he didn't. He nearly burned to death. It's like if you're going to use something to fight him. Fire's probably not your best idea. Um, so I'm just literally watching that bit now, and again talking back to the um, the cinematography. Um, there's a he's a, there's a bit when he's on fire. He's just pulled the bookshelf down, um, and yeah. then that's underneath it. The whole time they've been trying to pull this um, thing on a bucket to, yeah. to try and tip it. Gasoline. So then, 
That's it. And then when they finally tip it, there's this beautiful slow motion shot of the water or the petrol or whatever coming down and then splashed onto like hats then, off to whoever, like the, the guy, Eli or whatever his name is. Yeah. I, I'm in awe of his work on this. Yeah, and then and then you get that incredible shot of Billy jumping out the window while on fire. Yeah. And his, his machete's perfectly on fire, but then so is the back of him. It's fucking great. I'm literally watching that scene. Yeah, now. It's it was epic. so good. It was so good. Yeah, it's actually the things that they achieved on that budget are fucking remarkable. Yeah. Like I've seen films achieve far less with a much bigger budget. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. And it looks like, um, again, whilst I'm watching it, so they do a lot of slow motion um, in this. And then it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they actually, there's a, a bit where they're running in slow motion and they almost look at each other because they can't run any faster. Yeah. Because that's how the yeah. film's dictated that they've they've got to run. <laughs> yeah. It's like when they step over the titles when it goes to summer 1957. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I love as well. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, they re- it really fucks with the tropes. And I think it goes a little bit too far when 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 like they get cornered after th- this bit where Billy jumps out and they're like, tell the story again. And then yeah. everything's like dripping down. I was like, ah, d- uh, like I can see what you're doing, but I like but, that effect yeah. though, when the the, the sort of the drippy water thing comes down yeah. from really slowly and engulfs them into black and white. So it seemed they spent all the money on that CGI and then decided the bottle, they're like, oh, crap, we haven't got any more budget left. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Fuck just throw something together. I found something out um, today about black and white in that they would use um, they would use blue to make things look red. Uh, so, yes. so women would wear, like, blue lipstick uh, to make it appear red, and they did... They did um, if you look at behind the scenes of WandaVision, um, Vision is blue during all the stuff in the 50s uh, because if you make him red, he just doesn't look right. I can't, f- can't watch behind the scenes stuff. I think we covered yeah, it in the previous yeah, episode. Okay. I loved WandaVision so it's damn much. Great. Oh, yeah. I'm going to upset people. <laughs> oh, well, the 50s, the 50s stuff they filmed in front of a live studio audience and they made they made the cast and the, well, obviously the cast, but they made the crew and the audience dress up like it was the 50s. So oh, I'm really? going to kick Paul anyway. I tried to watch, I've tried to watch it three times and I fell asleep every single time. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, put it on earlier and don't smoke so much weed or something when you watch it. I don't know. Like, how can you not? I was absolutely gripped. The first couple of episodes were a bit like, mm, okay, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I knew you'd say that because those are the episodes where I was like, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth mentioning that I don't watch any of those Marvel shows. None of them. Oh, okay. Fair so enough. you're not watching The Falcon and the Winter Soldier then? No. Oh, that first episode was <laughs> just quickly about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do you think? Do you think um, the Winter Soldier in therapy is going to tell his therapist about the time that he held up a raccoon and killed a load of aliens? <laughs> they're like, <laughs> she's like, "Have you got anything to talk about?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, there was a talking tree, and, <laughs> and, and he was there, and then the God of Thunder appeared from the sky and lightninged all these aliens." Fuck, oh, I killed a few people and I'm sad about it. It's like, yeah, there was an alien invasion and I came back from the dead. Like, we can mention any of that in therapy or just that you were a bit sad about killing uh, some people. I man, came through the portal to the most epic battle ever. <laughs> yeah. You see Black Widow's coming on to Disney? Yes, can't wait. I'm oh, nice. fucked off about that. Why? 
because all this is honestly is going to kill cinema. Who the fuck is going to go to the cinema to see it when they can just sit home in their lazy fucking asses and watch it? Well, I'm really, I'm really hoping that, that people boycott it because I, they I think, they I, won't. I think it's a joke. No, they won't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not people who will download it and watch it at home illegally rather than paying to go to the cinema and watch it properly on a big screen. Who, on in their right mind, downloads films illegally and, and watches it? Like they should literally be shot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I mean, if you're gonna make something really difficult to get hold of, yeah, I this is my point exactly. Um, so for example, I don't mind saying it because it isn't it isn't illegal. Um, I watched Shin Godzilla this week, which is probably gonna be my pick if I'm honest. So get ready for that. Um, on the uh, it's called the Internet Archive. It's called archive.org, and it is a legitimate archive of internet things of of films and videos and books and lots of stuff where, where its sole purpose is these things are hard to get hold of we want a central place for them to be archived so unless the company in charge goes oh no actually we we own that we'll take that there's loads of free stuff available there's loads of godzilla films there is the incredible polgasari now um permit me if you will polgasari Polgasari is an incredible kaiju film because it's a it's a kaiju film based on a creature from Korean legend, which is a, this giant creature that eats metal. And the reason why it's incredible is because Kim Jong Il, former now dead dictator of North Korea, really liked the Legend of Polgasari, really liked Godzilla films, and went, "I want one." And what do you mean? I want a, a Godzilla film. Okay, well you can't have a Godzilla film, but you can have Polgasari. So they kidnapped a director. What? <laughs> yes. They, what? For they real? kidnapped yeah, kidnapped a director and made him make three Polgasari films before he managed to flee the country. How amazing is that? <laughs> you just go, I want that. And then an army goes away and brings like, oh, I really like them Star Wars films. Get me Lucas. And then they just go, you're going to make me Star Wars films. It doesn't matter if they're canon. They're going to be about how great North Korea is now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you die. Okay, cool. I guess I'll make those then. Um, so, yeah, the Pogasari films are fascinating. Um, but, yeah, Internet Archive. And, and that, that's because, you know, Godzilla films are fucking hard to get hold of. In this country, in in the in the in the UK, because they're all on like region wafty DVDs, or they're weird copies, or they're not even fucking subbed. I mean, it's, it's a that, tricky that's, time. That's a really good point. Like, why did the movie industry feel the need to put regions onto DVDs and, Money. and Blu-rays? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a disc. Yeah. Like you you actively sat down and said we're going to limit the viewability yeah. of this film. Unless you buy it in your region, yeah, because people were like on holiday picking up films and then bringing it back for their friends or whatever. The the funny thing about that as well is it's mostly just America and then the rest of the world. Yeah, Yeah. of course it is. That's where all the movie studios are. Yeah, but I mean, we, you know, you've got to look at audiences. We're one of the biggest movie or going audiences in the world. It's like I'm I'm really into uh, uh, during lockdown. I've really gotten into Gundam, uh, the anime and the the toy figures that you the model kits and stuff. And there was a specific Gundam series I wanted to watch that was out on Cartoon Network. So like it was a readily available thing. Can't fucking find it anywhere. So I had to pirate it because or pay fifty pounds for a region uh, is a Blu-ray regioned. Yep. 
Yeah, they so are, was, they're mostly not. It was a Japanese Blu-ray, so I wasn't even sure there was going to be subtitles on it. So it's like, well, do I take a risk and spend fifty pounds? Yeah, I'm pretty or, sure Japan's the same region as us, anyway. Do I watch it? Do I watch it online for free? What cracks me up is like it took people long enough to work out region one, region two, region three, and region four. So region yeah. one, US, Europe, and UK were region two. Asia was three. Australia was four. Yeah. Then all of a sudden for Blu-rays, they decided to do region A, region B, region C, region mm. D. Like what? So everyone got their, their asses confused again. Am yeah. I region B or am I I'm, region A? I'm pretty sure there's no regions on Blu-ray anymore. There are. There? It's become a lot less now. I, I think, think people... mostly they're region free. Right. They're getting that way. Because that's this is the issue I'm having, right? Which brings us back to the whole downloading thing. Mm. Um I think we can keep this in because yeah, yeah, no, this is an important discussion. I think so. I, I am not. I'm not against illegally downloading films. Um, I don't personally. I'm not being holier than now. I personally don't choose to do it unless there's an incident like what happened recently with Freaky, right? So I've been dying to see Freaky for fucking ages. Um, there is. It's been out in America since. October last year. Wow. Um, there still is no release date for the UK. Still. Christ. We're in fucking May yeah. now, um, months and months after its initial release. It's impossible to avoid spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's showing their Blu-rays, all blah, blah, blah. So I opted to see it because... But they're a victim of their own um, elitism. Yeah, I feel like it's their own fault at this point. Yeah, I it's still the, buy it's the, the same when it comes out. I will add. It's the same with um, Sliders Justice League. The only places you could see it was on Sky Cinema or yeah. HBO Max. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not a Sky subscriber, and I, I don't live in the US, so I, I don't get HBO Max. Yeah, exactly. So you're no... going to force my hand, and I'm going to obtain it through a legitimate um, methods because. I've I've got no other choice for you for what you're saying. I don't want to read spoilers. I don't want to hear stuff. I want to see it for myself. Yeah, exactly. It's, you're, it's, you're a victim of your own elitisms. The way they're releasing things since since COVID started is absolute bullshit. I agree. And, then, and some films have just become completely fucking lost. There are so many films that they had trailers for that I've been seeing all through 2019, the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, that have vanished. There's no release date for them. There's no nothing. They've gone. They've just gone. Well, we've got John Wick and The Matrix 4 that I don't even know where oh, that's they, up to well, now. Well, they're in production, so they won't be out till next year anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like they're so many this films year. were supposed to be in this year that they've not only just put back but have pulled completely. Like... Um, Green Greenland, uh, which is on uh, what is that on Amazon Prime? It's out on Amazon Prime, yeah. But that obviously fell foul of that. That was supposed to be out in 2020 and it vanished like it had completely gone. You couldn't, there was no word of it, no trailers. Suddenly pops up on Amazon Prime, yeah. Now, you know, I'm not knocking them because they, they've also been a victim of COVID and there's been things they've had to overcome. But again, I just go back to the fact that if you're going to hype a film up, certainly like Snyder's Justice League, the, the hype that that had um, leading up mm. and then only release it to a very limited Internet platform. Hype, yeah. um, then I, just, I don't, I don't really care about the Snyder cut if I'm honest. Like I, 
I like superhero films, but they're not the be all and end all to me. I'm well, you know me. I'm quite big into my superhero yeah, films, so um, I was desperate to see it. But again, just don't limit. Like, just think of your audience and try and bring it out as if if they'd have brought it out on Amazon Prime or whatever, I'd have paid for it. I'd have had no issues paying yeah. for it. But they didn't. So my only methods to get hold of it was through. I mean, I am certainly not going to pay for fucking Snyder's cut of the Justice League. Um, they released the film already two years ago. Uh, it's not my fault he got take. You know, he had issues. Uh, I know his terrible issues, which forced him away from the film. But it's not my fault someone else finished the film and he didn't like it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not paying for it again. I saw it at the cinema and I own the Blu-ray. I'm I mean, it is a completely different film. Yeah. Well, it's it, not completely different. It really is. It's a completely Justice League, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, but... Well, you won't believe it's Spider-Man turns out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd pay for it if that happened. <laughs> 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 Speaking of films, we watched another one, didn't we? We did. Oh, we did yeah. This is what happens when Chris isn't here to rein us all in. <laughs> no, what a hell of a tangent. Um, uh, then we, I, I guess we should just talk about, you know, we're getting near to the end. But this fucking, the, the, dark, the darkness of it all. When um, the main character, you know, she realises, I've forgotten her bloody name. Well, so she realises, or her, her mum's character says to her, you're not the final girl yet because not everyone has died. You've got Max Cartwright. Is that the main character, Max? Yeah, Max. Cool. Yeah. yeah, so she says to Max, you're not the final girl yet, so you can't defeat Billy because not everyone's dead yet. And then they go. she goes out into this beautiful-looking thunderstorm with the inexplicably pink smoke. Yeah, it's which, gorgeous. But, but, but like, uh, amazing. And then she does the little Betty Davis eyes dance. Yeah. And it's really oh touching, actually. my god, yeah, that was so dark because you, she's literally having to watch a facsimile of her mum die all over again, knowing she's never going to see her. Yeah, and but that's like, another that's another part where they've turned the whole kind of uh, um, what's the word genre? No, the, the whole cliche of the final girl yeah. is turned completely on its head in this film because in in any like kind of horror film she would have been the final girl the mother yeah she's the blonde haired nice girl virgin virgin she would be the final girl not that girl that the like some rock chick with a fucking attitude she would never have been the final girl well you say that but um again it calls out at the beginning that she is a virgin who kicks ass or something so she ha she meets all the criteria um but the reason that Nancy uh, doesn't become the final girl is because she sleeps with Adam Devine's character in that scene, which never happened because Max comes in and interrupts it. Yeah, yeah. That's so right. there is there is a uh, a reason why it ends up being that way around. I feel like the film title was slightly misleading. <laughs> they yeah, call yeah. It the final girls. Actually, no, uh, it's quite bang on, really. I mean, I was expecting lesbians. Um, <laughs> Dan, yeah, Dan was expecting lesbians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was completely let down. <laughs> there, there was one scene uh, that I did read up on. So there's a bit where, um, shit, I can't remember her name. Uh, hold on. Tina, um, the, the crazy kind of quirky um, character. So the, she downs a load of the medication. Um, yeah. Xanax, isn't it, or something? That's it. Um, oh, it's, it's not Xanax, it's Adderall. That's it, Adderall, yeah. It's, Adderall. Uh, it's ADHD medication. 
and she does a, a dance thing in front of the the door. I, I've called it out earlier, but I did read that um, in order to um, create that scene, she downed a load of energy drinks, um, and, then was, and then was given free reign of that scene by the yeah. director. <laughs> um, so everything you see is her like hopped up on energy drinks and making it up on the spot. Um, and I've just rewatched it back again, and it's actually even funnier when you you think of it in that context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I just love that. yeah we, so we were talking about the uh, the fight, the final sort of showdown at the end. Yeah, and, uh, she she becomes basically a ninja with that machete. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Yeah, yeah. She starts literally flipping it round yeah, her, arm, her hand and spinning it and doing all sorts of ninja shit. All of a sudden, knows exactly how to wield a machete. Yet could barely do it when breaking through the cinema screen. <laughs> yeah. That's that's part of her character's uh, journey, isn't it? Of course. Like her evolution. And then, again, just uh, did anyone else think Stranger Things with the whole lightning and the pink yeah. sky? <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't help but um, think that. That main girl's called Max. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, obviously, they have the fight. They kill Billy. Um, she wakes up in hospital because, uh, again, I'm literally just watching that now. Wakes yeah. up in hospital, boyfriend or to be boyfriend is uh, laying in the bed next to her. She pulls back the curtains and um, her I, friend is suddenly revealed. I was legit surprised. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so everyone's survived, everyone's happy. Like, oh, okay, it must have been a dream. What, like, what, what's going on? And then, um, Thomas lifts up his gown uh, to reveal the, the huge machete scar that he's been left with. Um, then there's commotion out in the hallway, uh, which they, they go and view, and it's a doctor cracking on with the nurse. And you're like, hold on, this is too cheesy to be real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Billy That's comes. Even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then Billy comes bursting through. Welcome to um, Blood Camp 2, the, the whatever. I can't remember. Blood in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a great ending. I, I mean, again, like there's so much left. You love it anyway, Paul, but uh, left to interpretation or the, the ambiguity of the, the film is so out there. Um, I actually kind of like it. I'm not the huge fan of ambiguity, but this one, there's nothing. You can't get offended by it. No. Well, I like ambiguity anyway, but. I like things to be explained, but this doesn't need explaining. Yeah, sometimes I feel like films can over-explain and it, it's kind of insulting. You can get, yeah, death by um, death by exposition. Yeah, where they clearly don't trust the audience to come to yeah. their own conclusions. I find that's, that really fucking annoying. That's for me, by the way. <laughs> those, those films are totally catered for me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's so stupid. I watched something the other day, I can't remember what it was, but the exposition in it was fucking ridiculous. It was like... You may as well have just said, right, now here's what's happened so far. Yeah, I do find that in a lot of sci-fi struggles with that because they're like, world building, world building, listen to my amazing world, and you're like, yeah, okay, okay. Which is another reason why fucking Blade Runner is such a good film. Because it don't explain shit. Yeah, it doesn't explain shit. (laughs) It expects you to just go along with it, which I do happily. Yeah, that's that's probably why I like sci-fi so much because it does get explained to me. (laughs) And conversely, why I love like the Dark Souls video games because you get nothing explained to you, and you just have to sort of figure it out as you go along. And it's like this m- ridiculously immense and deep story that you 
will only learn if you read item descriptions and sort of context clues in a level. Oh, this is a bit of fire. Where's that fire come from? Oh, it's this. I so Fucking don't amazing. do that. That's yeah, why yeah, yeah. No, you'd hate it. <laughs> That's why I don't play things like Elder Scrolls and that, because you've actually got to converse with characters. I'm like, no, I just want to cut their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to them. They're nobody to me. Um, so I assume... Uh, get whoa, it whoa. All right. All right. Uh, uh. The, only, the only reason I wold you is because it's on yeah. now. At the very end, like when the credits are rolling, they have like a whole bunch of outtakes. Super real. <laughs> yeah. And now, I've argued with Paul about this. I feel that every horror film should have a blooper reel. I disagree. <laughs> I strongly disagree. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think Hereditary would have been a possum, would have been an amazing film. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine, right, watching fucking Hereditary? You know that feeling, like, you know, the feeling that anyone with any kind of taste gets at the end of that film where they're yeah. like, that was a fucking journey and I felt drained. Yeah. yeah. I felt emotionally fucking drained. And then during the credits, they just got a bunch of fucking bloopers. Perfect. No. <laughs> fuck no. I don't like bloopers at the best of times, but especially not in something like that. The only bloopers I like, if you've got um, uh, access to the Star Trek Next Generation Blu-ray box set. There's some fucking great outtakes on that box set. I think so I've seen you can find most of them on YouTube. Yeah, I think I've seen them on YouTube. But there's some fucking excellent outtakes in there. But again, the the only reason I think there's so many bloopers is because they're all given free reign in front of the camera. Because uh, yeah. you can tell, that, like most of the time, that you can hear the crew laughing in the background because they've just gone and done their own thing. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. There's a um, a couple of bloopers of Adam Devine, Devine, whatever, um, in the car with the um, the hot yeah. dog. Yeah, um, and he's clearly ad libbing lines for that particular scene. Some of them are shit. They are shit. Like, but fuck it, hell. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes when you're working something out like that, you do have to just get the bullshit out. Yeah, I mean, something might feel funny until you say it, but yeah. yeah. 100%. As someone who's been writing a show and you go, ha ha, why have I said this? And then the other guy looks at you and goes, no. No. That's the fifth joke you've made about cum. And you go, all right, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, get it. You what? get all your writing from Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. He's my ghostwriter. It's literally um, all dick jokes. We do, in fairness, we do have an entire sketch where the uh, uh, oh, that's spoilers for the upcoming show. Uh, but there is one entire the entire gag is the fact that I say jeers instead of cheers, and I'm adamant that that's how you say it. I'm like, yeah, oh, jeers, oh, ma'am. He's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, jeers, thank you. Like, what? <laughs> and it just continues to get stranger from there, and then and then yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, so yeah, we. I think can all agree for once in our lives that you should get it watched. Yeah, definitely get it watched. Yeah. Look how positive we oh. are. Lovely. <laughs> I'm going to say, have a go. No I'm kidding. Get it watched. <laughs> You'd be able to vote. Anyway. It's a, it, this is one of the few times where there is going to be a definitive vote. <laughs> uh, yeah. unless, unless, unless you, unless you went, uh, leave it out. And then Dan went, have a go, and I said, "Get it watched." Then we settle on have a go. We've, yeah, never, that... we've never done that. That's yeah. never happened. There's never that's... been a film that's really split. It's either split us in two, or but it's never like split us that way. Yeah, I mean, when we do, um, when we get to the point where we're revisiting some of the films, because I wouldn't mind 
do it revisiting Scream on how, this podcast. How about each time we have an anniversary, we go back to one of the films? That's a good idea. Yeah. Would that be an yeah, anniversary of every... So anyway, my point being, weeks. when we redo Possum every year, we're not, <laughs> Dan, I'm not doing that. Field day with it. Oh, Definitely. I saw one of our hams saying they were watching Possum, and I forgot to talk to them about it. Who was that? I can't, I can't remember. Someone on Twitter said they were watching Possum, and I was like, oh, SJ. I, I, oh, was S, was it SJ? Yeah, it was SJ. Oh, cool. Is she a ham still? She's been upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> no, she yeah, She's kind of. She's in a circle. Oh, she knows okay. the secret handshake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she knows the international sign for help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as she now does a separate podcast with two members of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so those are our opinions, but obviously we know you're not here, but we know most of you are skipping the first hour and just uh, want to hear uh, stuff that you could quite readily read yourselves, but you don't. Uh, so uh, grab grab your machete uh, that hopefully won't break like in that blooper reel. Um, oh. I really like that when the kid Billy was like, <laughs> and the machete just went bleh. <laughs> like, don't use it to cut down curtains or open up the cinema screen. Don't in fact, do that. Use it not to cut down Billy, but to cut down the jungle in. Yes, in a lovely trip that we're taking to the Amazon jungle. <gasps> <laughs> Mate, that cocoa sounds sick. And not in the young people's vernacular. Well, yeah, he's, he's, doing, doing, he's doing he's doing skateboard tricks. <laughs> Our parrot is sick. On, he, on his scooter. So Malcolm McDonald, who I had to look up, he's an English footballer. Um, sort of 71 years <laughs> old. Um, <laughs> has said, boring. I don't know what film others were watching, but it wasn't the one I just was. I got to just over the hour mark and turned it off a slow and boring. May give it as a present to my worst enemy. What the fuck? Wow. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a one-star review from Say Ferris <sighs> entitled, Not Half As Smart As It Thinks It Is. Um, there isn't a single joke which wasn't recycled from Pleasantville and Scream. I guess the makers thought that by combining the two, they'd be delivering something fresh. But no, you just end up with a de derivative bore with annoying characters. You, why are you reading the After Horror reviews? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this film. Um, I love KP Florio uh, purely for the unintentional reference to uh, Hercules' The Legendary Journeys. <laughs> um, because there is a, an episode of Hercules of Legendary Journeys where Kevin Sorbo, who's turned out as a wanker, never mind, but Kevin Sorbo was supposed to, uh, uh, he landed on a new world and he was supposed to be disappointed and someone forgot to put that in brackets. So he just puts his fist in the air and goes, disappointed! Um, and that they kept that because no one managed to pick up that that was an accident. Um, so it's just a really random part of an episode um, and just funny. But he, uh, KP Florio says, final crap. Isn't he clever? Isn't oh, he so clever? That oh, man gets his willy suck on the regular. Uh, and he starts his with, disappointed. Um, <laughs> I read all the reviews and expected more. I would have liked to have seen more Adam Devine. Nope. Yeah, not no the case. Thing. He appeared very limited. I won't say more. Spoiler. <laughs> I don't know how the main girl, daughter, got the part. She has a name. In fairness, we'd have... Main girl, brackets, daughter. Daughter. What? Just in case you didn't know. 
Of all the characters, she's drab, the least appearing. Her mother was terrific. Pervert. Yeah. This costs slightly more than most horror-style DVDs. What does that what? even mean? <laughs> you open what up the DVD mean? and it goes, boom, and you go, whoop. <laughs> oh, oh, this DVD style, this style of DVD has cost <laughs> 4.5 mil. <laughs> and was definitely not worth it. Even if it was free, I'd be reluctant to watch it based on what I know. What do you mean based on what you know? Have you not watched it then? People are so weird the way they write things on here. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got one from T just to, to okay. um, emphasise that point. So the ability to use punctuation really yeah, fails there, here. None at all. So um, T, le- the letter T, not yeah. even, um, and his subject is bad. I'm going to attempt to read this. One big breath, mate. One big breath. Get ready. Not a good horror movie to watch. The storyline was not good in this. There's nothing about that world to make you jump, comma. Worst <laughs> horror movie ever. I love it that there's just one random comma which is used incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, it's just gone. There, there's definitely a comma in here somewhere. And it's not even put a space after the comma. Like, it's just randomly <laughs> I think It was probably just an accident. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like, finally, uh, if I may, Derek um, <laughs> is brilliant. The packaging and the case and everything was totally fine. The movie sucked. <laughs> so started. Ten out of ten for the case. <laughs> the packaging and the case and everything was totally fine. This movie sucked. I love horror movies, comma. I like comedies. All right. <laughs> this did not do either well. Frankly, it didn't hit on any level or aspect for me. The drama scenes felt like the same scene rewinded. Rewinded? <laughs> That's rewinded. not a word. Oh, rewinded. Of course it is. <laughs> it's because he's put rewind is just R E W I N D. Yeah. He's put R E dash. Yeah. And my brain went winded. You're, you're probably <laughs> right in the way, yeah. way you read it, actually. It, I mean, it literally says rewinded. As yeah. in, as in, I winded that little that little fucking kid the other day <laughs> yeah. in Asda. It lost all its wind. <laughs> I rewinded it. He came up to me. I rewinded him. <laughs> my hot air balloon has crashed I it punched a re-winding. him stomach. after 10 minutes when he was better I rewinded him <laughs> I, f- I forced a laugh at why? two moments in the movie why? who was he trying to impress with his forced laughter that's one of those was watching with the director? <laughs> I can't even defend it and say it didn't know what it wanted to be, so it turned into some muddy mess. It knew it wanted to be a comedy. It was just total fail. I love That's it. Three people found that helpful. Three <laughs> people are balanced. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah. Oh god. Check out Dig Diggy Pig uses the word pastiche. Oh isn't that what you get from Cobble? <laughs> A Cornwall pastiche. Yeah. <laughs> Cornish pastiche. <laughs> oh, that starts weird too. It, it starts with an ellipsis. <laughs> what a mystery. Yeah. Why well, I wonder what came before it. And <laughs> How can you ellipses nothing? Exactly. Ellipses review sites. And I was expecting something so much better. I know it is a pastiche of a ellipses. What? Oh, ellipsis review sites, and I was. Oh wait, no. All right, that's just part of his review, which he's used as a title. 
Oh, okay. This is a rated movie by many of the review sites, <laughs> and I was expecting something so much better. I know it is a pastiche of a horror movie, of a horror movie, but it was truly awful. It was so bad to be cringeworthy. So what... Hold on. His subject, which was a snippet of his text, review sites and I was expecting something so much better. Why didn't you just say pastiche of a horror movie, um, but it was truly awful? That would have made so much better of a subject line than what he used. Yeah, it would. At all. Diggy pig, digi pig. (laughs) I really hate people that write write reviews on things. Yeah. That aren't reviewers. (laughs) Like like us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I often wonder who the fuck are the people who write comments on Pornhub videos? <laughs> Me, yeah, Dan. Why it's are you doing so that? Fucking weird. Do you ever read them just for fun? No, because I'm too busy looking at the content. I don't want to read some guy's comment. Um, I've been known to go onto Pornhub purely to read comments. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you need to get a life. My favourite well, least... is when a guy would be like, she looks like a girl I fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> in that it was a girl, do you mean? Or, or yeah. you'd miss the whole concept of what Pornhub's there for. Well, that is what it's there for, isn't it? What, to read comments? Yeah. No. Well, oh. It? Okay. I think based on what you've just said, I am uh, I know what my recommendation for this week is going to be, Dan. Pornhub. Uh, it's not Pornhub, no. <laughs> uh, there's a YouTube channel called Sorrow TV. Um, and he basically love goes goes into like reddits and picks the best of those reddits and then reads them out in funny voices and like comp- comp- uh, just like compilations um so he does like nice guys yeah old people on facebook but one My of the favorite the, one is the white knight r slash white knight absolutely fucking brilliant i'm always checking <laughs> just checking um yeah he's really funny um he hasn't posted in a while but then you know it's the fucking pandemic so who knows what his life's been like um but yeah, he there was a um, greatest Pornhub comments of all time, which are exactly as creepy and stupid and weird as you can imagine they were. So to keep on float, should I just recommend Pornhub as my? I mean, if you want to recommend <laughs> Pornhub, you can recommend Pornhub. Dan, actually, no, I think Pornhub's too over commercialized. Like, there's too many, <laughs> too many adverts and. Are you like... with you porn? How much porn are you watching that you're going, oh, it's another advert. <laughs> Fucking adverts on these 10-second clips. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm midway through, and then all of a sudden an advert pops up for, I don't know, Amazon Prime this. I'm just like, what? ruined the moment for me. <laughs> Does that happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of something that was oh, okay. uh, unrelated. Oh. I'll tell you what can, can get in the bin. Fucking um, YouTube ads are taking Oh, my God. There's oh. so many now. I Because wa- I watch... Um, I watch like hour long drum videos that are like, I'm, I'm literally trying to learn some stuff so that I can teach my students. And it will be every fucking five minutes will be like a 10 minute long fucking like full on film for some detergent or some bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, so oh, fuck off. It's the same with Instagram now. It's just like, it's three posts, then a sponsored or an advert post yeah. or every other video that you're watching on someone's story is a fucking advert. Yeah. Do you know what really annoys me is when Adverts. normal people, no, it's when normal people sponsor their posts. Yeah. So you get like a weird post come up. It's just some normal person with an Instagram account. And they've sponsored yeah. their post. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
It's such a uh, weird thing to do. It's mad. Yeah, I'm done with adverts. <laughs> no more adverts. So my uh, my recommend is yeah. uh, an Instagram account, actually, um, and it's an artist by the name of Stephen James 138. Cool. Very good artist. He sells his stuff, and he does, like, sketch card size work and things. Nice. Re- really worth checking out and following. Amazing. Good stuff. Um, so... Okay, so that's us for this week. Um, Dan, I believe it's your turn this week? Oh, I believe so. Um, I've got a huge list of things that I want to suggest. Um, Show off. Yeah. And each week I'm like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Was it a four-inch list? Please, like that's huge. <laughs> it's not that, that big, like two inches maybe. Very satisfying. Um, but I've had a real urge to watch Saw. Okay. Just because I haven't seen it in years, um, and it sparked uh, like a whole thing uh, of whole like contraption and torture gore. Porn. Torture porn. No, that's that was hostile. That was the other one I was going to do. And saw. It's or not porn. No, I, want, I don't mean literally porn. Torture porn is just a genre of horror. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, mate, I, I need to change my... a horror movie podcast? <laughs> I, I need to change my search category there. No wonder I've not been finding what I want. Um, so I would like to review Saw. Cool. Cool. That could be fun. Yeah, boys. Nice. Uh, excellent. So uh, tune in next time for Saw, whenever that will be. Um, and in, <laughs> I don't know when it is. That's not me trying to be. I wasn't trying to be shady. I'm just like whenever that is. Um, just tune in next time. You'll hear. Yeah, it. just tune in. Just just I'm find, like, find it. I like that you're talking like we don't get episodes out regularly. I, I like the fact <laughs> that you're sporadic episodes. No, I just I just legitimately cannot remember a when this episode's out and then when the next Monday. episode's out. Oh, is it Monday? Yeah. Okay, good. I like that. I say tune in like we've got a regular show and occasionally <laughs> yeah. we do segments like yeah. The only time exactly can, what we have. The only time you can tune in is when we release an episode. So, <laughs> just try, just try and tune in. Just try, see what happens. Just be a laugh, won't it? Um, cool. Okay. Uh, so the real horror is uh, is neck leprosy. Is it's definitely something to do with your neck and surgery and leprosy. Yeah, got to remember that leprosy. Yeah, that fucking. The, the worst hickey known to man. Yeah, we'll be holding a benefit concert um, when we're all allowed out again. Um, Dan will be playing his famous banjo string. Um, <laughs> Paul, Paul will be having a go on his uh, on his organ. Uh, <laughs> and, I'll be, be... and I'll be beating my skins. So yeah, that'll be, that'll be that. Uh, lovely stuff. Uh, so... Until I'll... next time, he's he's been fuck it. You know what? Let's throw let's throw caution to the wind. Let's go mental. He's been Dan. Whoa. Uh, shit. I, I'm confused. He's <laughs> been Chris. No, he's not here. Uh, he's been Paul. Um, and he's been Mike. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.